That's good. <laughs> That's so, good. Good evening, Dennis. <laughs> nice to, nice That's to talk to you. That's pretty good. Again. Yeah. Well, here we are. <laughs> uh, once again. So. <laughs> no. What? Try to explain this to people. This is don't, just what happens when it's don't, five o'clock. Right? Don't, don't. So, how's your well, hand? How's your hand? New, uh, new Velcro deal comes off and on. Nice. For the first time, you can see the scar. There it is. That's okay. it. Okay. Hard to see. Well, that's the but best kind of scar. Now I'm, now I'm uh, strap in, strap and strap. Nice. Good you're, to go. You ready for battle? Working on the house. Got all the contractors in they raised the house three inches from the center in this circulian thing with all sorts of jacks and four by fours and two by tens and they joisted it all up made the house level again and the walls in the hundred year old house that were old with lath and mortar yeah shift they can shift and the old plaster they use with horsehair can shift so the plaster with horsehair yes plaster with horsehair mixed into it it was flexible so the house sunk over the course of 100 years and when we jacked it back up over the course of a week there were mostly little cracks and that's all nice and then two places where the wall bulged out so i had to go through there and tear those puppies out and it aggravated my cough which you might hear but it's yeah. uh, it's good and now the painters are there and we're leaving for two weeks we're going to new orleans monday i got one more date at the house and then it's time to party a little bit so seems like there might be a little um homophone problem if you tell someone to raise your house because r-a-z-e is uh you know destroy but if you you know they need to understand that you don't mean to burn the house to the ground like your previous house that's <laughs> well that's funny you know because <laughs> yeah that's funny i raised my house uh yeah 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 right well that, that could be lifted you lifted lift, your house. house the house was lifted nice. so now with the cracks Expose the mudders, the plasters, go in, patch the cracks, mud over the top of it, get ready to paint. Cleaners clean the whole house. Do you need do you need Lots more stuff? Do you need more horsehair or is do you have enough? I'm uh, actually using my pubic hair, which is coming out now when I yank on it a certain pretty strongly. So we're mixing that up with the con with the more the plaster. Well that is the strongest substance known, so you ought to know about this. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know. You probably you probably know a lot about it. I don't know. I don't know anything about it. All right, leave but, your Velcro alone. Why? Can you hear it on the? A little bit. This is my life, man. Just opening and my life. closing your Velcro? your Velcro. Yeah. Hey, the only thing I like better than the sound of Velcro is the sound of those little bubbles popping in that bubble wrap. Yeah, baby, that's the yeah, best. Yeah, I like to roll out a whole like room length of it. Yep. And then sort of like the dancing big at the at the at the, at the, piano. the toy store. Yeah. On the giant piano, Tom Hanks, and you'll remember his name. Yeah. That on the popping wrapping paper. Yeah. And that's, that's yeah, awesome. crazy. Crazy. That's a good time. That that's what we that's what we do here on a Saturday night when you know, but my wife doesn't join me, so it's just me by myself. But it's kind of fun. Yeah. If I'm alone. <laughs> I do it in front of the window in case there's a passerby. Yeah, yeah. Who, you know, raises I, glass to me. You, I assume you're fully clothed. Um, well, I'm not sure that's your business. Okay. Well, Unless you're walking by. And then it's my business. Yeah, my uh, 
my kids have learned the the joy of with bubble wrap whenever they oh, get, yeah. whenever they get a package it's like better than whatever the was wrapped up in the package is the bu- bubble wrap how are the little booger eaters well uh the nine-year-old turned 10 years old oh yes happy birthday so it's been yes. uh, a dec. i've been a i've been a, a father for a decade now wow. which is pretty wild wow. Yeah. Yeah. So we're we're actually that was last weekend, and we're having uh, the birthday party with all her friends this coming weekend. That's crazy. Uh, but those are crazy times. Yeah, and we've she's she's graduated from the uh, place where children have their birthday parties to places where preteens have their birthday parties. Huh. Which. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she, she totally like, considers where where uh-huh. all her previous birthday parties uh, to yes. be. You know, just child's and play. No. Yeah. No. Silly no, stuff. No. No. She's uh, double digits. That means something. Double digits means something. All the digit birthdays are, mean something. 10, 20, 30. We, we, had a, uh, we had an incident this week at her school where uh, one of the kids found this book in the library called uh, Cuéntame Todo, which is Tell Me Everything. And it's all about uh, learning about sex, basically. Quintimetodo. Yeah, and it so they it I don't I haven't seen the book, but apparently it sort of goes through general sex ed for for kids, and it became such a sensation in their class that um, that the principal had to step in, uh, uh-huh. and she came in and and said, okay. Uh, I'm going to give you a little quick lesson about what uh, about what sex is, and she gave a reasonable explanation, but it was enough to pique all the kids' interests, and uh, many of them came home to their parents and said, so tell me about this, um, you know, where babies come from, uh, birds and bees stuff, and, uh, and luckily, uh, my wife uh, grabbed that, uh, grabbed that ball and, and volleyed it, sure. but, uh, uh, but it was really kind of, kind of interesting that I don't recall at fourth grade talking about fourth grade? those things. Yeah, I, no, it I, wasn't until no. at least sixth grade when we, when the boys got split up and we learned about, uh, you know, what an erection is and stuff like that. Uh, well, wait a minute. And we didn't learn anything about about, you know, fallopian tubes or anything like that. So I have a question. Yes. What is an erection? Yes. Well. When. Does it stop being a chubby and become an actual erection? Well, it's it's it involves engorgement with blood in some sense, and it's funny when you say that your head seems to bulge out on the screen. It might be the scotch. But well, I it 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 was this weird thing. Part of me is engorged with blood, so. You know. Hey, hey, here's an idea. <laughs> hey, 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 wait a minute. Yes. Wait a minute, I got an idea. What if... Yes, Louis Armstrong? When we were on the screen that we ended up in a magic channel and either one of us could on the screen be like a cartoon character just by talking about it and thinking it through. And then that would be funny. Yes, uh, there there is there, there is actually 
a uh, a podcast. I've seen like it's claimed to be the most successful podcast ever. That was uh, a callback to a recent episode that we had. It's the from the creators of the British Office. They had, oh, yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. they had a show, they had a podcast called the Ricky Gervais show. I think it was called. And, uh, yeah. and, but it was so popular. It was like, this was right at the dawn of podcasting, but it was the most downloaded podcast. Yeah, and, right, right, and, right. But, but anyway, on, on YouTube there, people have gone back and animated it so that the, whatever they recorded in the studio is, uh, is animated with all the, with all of the people talking, which is That's cool. creepily like what you just said. That's way cool. That's way cool. You know, what's new with you? This uh, this whole thing with buying and selling a house and so busy and crazy. So after I sliced open my wrist, which today I got to tell the story about the doctor. So the last time I go to the doctor, I go in and he takes my bandage off and he looks at the scar and he says, uh, well, it looks pretty good. And he just touches a little bit, explains how the skin is taut and I need to massage it. And I said, hey, doc, um, my fingers seem really stiff. And it's, it's really hard to move them. And he says, I don't know anything about that. <laughs> and, and, and what sort of doctor and are was, you? Well, I was taken aback. And he, then he went back to talking about my wrist and my tendons and all this. And, uh, aren't they and directly said, so connected? You, and he said, how's your, how's your pain level and stuff? And I said, well, there's not a lot of pain except when I try to move my fingers. And he says, well, I don't know anything about that. <laughs> and and Thanks, I remember shiv- you know, shifting in my seat a little bit. You know, and there's an aide taking notes, everything he says in this one. And I said, well, well, by the way, I said, I know there were eight stitches on the outside of my wrist, but how many were on the inside? And he says, he says, I don't know. <laughs> and I said, who is this guy? This is my doctor. You don't know how many stitches are in my wrist? Will they dissolve? He said, oh, no, no. He's looking at my wrist. That's permanent. I said, well, <laughs> permanent. What do you mean? He said, yeah, it just becomes part, part of what's in there. I said, why? And he said, because we don't know how long it takes them to dissolve. And because it takes four to five weeks to heal, this is the safest bed. And, no, you know, it's good. And I said, oh, OK, you'll be fine. But how many stitches on the inside? And he said, well, I don't I don't know. And I looked at him. I said, what do you mean you don't know? And he said, looked at me and he said, just enough, not too many <laughs> and not too few. And I looked at him and I said, in moderation, well, that's, a fine, that's a fine answer for liability purposes. And I laughed and he got uncomfortable. <laughs> Because I mentioned the word liability. Of course, yeah. And it, it changed the whole, you know. Right. So this time I go in. Today, I go in. Checks it, checks it, checks it. And he says, what's up? And I said, I feel like my wrist is fine. It's doing this. Let's measure it, blah, blah, blah. But my fingers, Doc. I'm having problems with my fingers. He says, well, that I, we don't know about that. And I said, if you don't know about this, then who does know about it? We need your finger, That's doctor. where my pain, right? And, and no, but that's him. I know. Uh, I said it was like I wanted to say so. He's everything, what, everything what, below the elbow. Especially from the thumb down to the elbow, <laughs> or is it even less than that? But anyway, the the train of communication was along that, and we did this, and I kept coming back, and I said, "So wait a minute, Doc." I said, "I have a trigger finger, and it's my fuck finger on my left hand, and it's a trigger finger, meaning that when I squeeze it for very long and I try to open my fingers, yeah." That one locks, and I can't open it. Your middle finger I locks, right? Reach over, and I hit it like this, boink, and it pops up. Really? So while I was in the doctor's office, I had that finger up, and I said, "Let me show you." <laughs> no. And I started to get my finger, and I said, and I touched his arm, and I said, 
I assure you that what's happening with my finger has nothing to do with you. <laughs> because here he is telling me, I don't know. And you flipped him know. the bird. Yeah. And then uh, one more, I said one more thing, and he finally looks at me square in the eye and he says, look, there are residual impacts all over your hand and your wrist because of this contusion and this damage. Right. We don't exactly know what it all is, and we don't exactly know how, how long it will last. And we never will. And all we know is the healing process takes four to five weeks, so be patient. And anything we got to work out, we'll work out over time. Good? And I said, that's the answer I was looking for, Doc. Right. Good day. Good day. And off he went, tail between his legs, running back to his office. W you left us at one point with the uh, you were going to investigate his Palestinianness. Oh, oh, only I, only to the extent that I got his name and I wrote it on a piece of paper, then lost it. Good so job, Dennis. Uh, Good job. Well, no, 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 one no, more, easy. one, one more nameless Palestinian. <laughs> easy fuckface. <laughs> all I did, I didn't lose it. I think it's in my in basket where I put all my medical. It's thick. <laughs> Hey, I've got pictures of my colonoscopy. You want me to put them up on the screen so you see that I'm polyp-free? That will not be in the show notes, no. That motherfucking hose, it was fucking 14 foot long, man. It came up through my mouth, and I didn't want it to hit my teeth, so I bit down on it. It was awful. It tasted like shit. I wonder why. What kind of, what kind of ancient fucking, you know, middle age, sticking a hose up your ass and blowing air in it to, no, they put a camera in it. To make it high tech, but at the end of the day, it's fucking sticking a hose up your ass. Fucking next is leeches. Well, attached to your colon, put them up your ass, and they'll eat the fucking polyps off, man. That's that's where we're headed. I mean, leeches fucking, leeches were before. This is this is new high tech stuff. Where we're, we're gonna marry the new with the old. It's the no no it's no the Trump no 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 Trump it's way no it's it's nanobots. They're gonna put these little tiny robots that climb up your ass. Uh -huh. And they're uh -huh. going to be the ones that, you know, we're not uh -huh. using biological uh, remedies anymore like that. It's uh, it's going to be little nanobots that you uh, that are just oh, swimming man. around inside your body all the time. That's fucking gross, man. When do you fucking lay in bed and think of this shit? And when do you fucking head swells when you talk about an engorged dick <laughs> with these fucking crazy ideas you have? Yes, I don't, you know, I don't, I, I work all day, every day. I don't have time to think about the things that you think about. And the things that you think about are fucking incredible to me. Where do you... you I really... You, I, I don't have time to think. You, and so... That, good that, that, for that, you. That's all I have time for, is, is thinking about... Uh, just, do, you, do, you, do you sometimes sit back in your chair and just think? Sometimes. Oh, wow. Do you yeah. smoke a pipe? I do not. I do. Well, it's not a pipe, but... <laughs> yeah. Proof of it. Quit with your Velcro. That's that's a habit. A habit, a habit. Now that you have, you're just filling filling with your habit. Velcro. I've only had it for six hours. No, it's it's your it's your fidget uh, spinner. You got to touch your Velcro and move it around. You know what I usually do is I flap my uh, eye my uh, eyelashes on my right eye. Yeah. That calms me down a lot. Yeah, but it, I'm it's sure like I'm a, sure you look like a totally normal person when you do that too. You know the fast speed on the window wiper. That's about the speed of of your finger, and then if if you well, if I'm if I'm super agitated, I go faster. Right. It's sort of like Tab Benoit when he's playing guitar that his fucking fingers, man, are a blur. That's when I'm really stressed out on my eyelashes. 
I don't uh, I don't imagine that it sounds like a guitar or anything. But Kate, Tabernois was here in Kalamazoo. Yes, you mentioned. And, uh, and uh, as it turns out, my buddy Tony was by my house as a sax player. Yeah. For the Out of Favor Boys, who hosted the Tabernois after party. And he played with Tab. They were driving around. They drank until, godly knows, 7.30 in the morning. They were in front of my house, and Tony was showing Tab the house, and Tab said, let's knock on the door. And it's like, what the fuck? I got up at 5 every day. I mean, Tab would have knocked on the door. I mean, you know, it would have been like, <laughs> so, but he was right there, man. Yeah. He was right there. You, you would have yeah. been like, hey, man, have a cup of coffee. Hey, come on in, man. Coffee is, you know, we'll put a little uh, bourbon in the coffee. <laughs> We do a little Louisiana morning coffee. <laughs> nice. What a show he put on, man, with Jake Kershaw. Started when he was 16, man. He's 19 now. In fact, one of the things I want you to do is Google Jake Kershaw and look at his new album and tell me. I don't know if you can objectively because people aren't objective. I, I already have. They, and what did you think that you all look? You had any shared likeness? Uh, to the extent that you can accept that people say that. Sure. Yes. Oh, well, this is fucking... Uh, esoteric no i mean that's just what you were saying is that normally people would say that doesn't look anything oh, like me right. uh but uh right. but, but yes. my cousin did i tell you about my new cousin listen you, to this you have a new cousin listen to this listen to this i'm listening here we go everyone everyone so, listen everyone put, my dad stop what you're doing and listen my dad had a sister my aunt or aunt and we found out that in 1954 she had a love child Ooh, and, an unknown cousin and and this sixty-four-year-old uh, guy, right? Yeah, right. Yes. He looks like fucking me. Whoa! He's, he's the first cousin, and I, I, I sent the picture of uh, this dude and my cousin and my cousin's kids to my brother. Yeah. <clears throat> and said, "Hey, man, what are you thinking?" He says, "Whoa, man, what the fuck? Who is that guy, man? Holy shit, Diggy! He looks like you." And so, and so. Uh, I say, listen, show it to your wife, show it to Liz, and and tell her that look, this, this is, is cousin Anne's. No, 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 this is cousin Anne's family, and and when you show her the picture, don't say that it's me, and see if she says, hey, look, it's Dennis. Yeah, no, this is what I said. Denny doesn't look too good. <laughs> right. Nice. And so he does it. And he writes me the next day and says, laugh out loud. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> Showed her the picture said, so which one's your cousin and your kids? And he pointed out who was who. And then she says, well, Denny doesn't look very good. But my wife says, he doesn't look anything like you. Are they on drugs? And the answer is probably. Uh, and so you're right. I mean, it's all in the it's all in the eye. I had a woman who worked for me, Leanne, who, who, who was taken aback, I heard later, after I knew her a while, because in her first meeting with me, I reminded her so much of her dad, who she, I, she said, I was a Doppelganger. And, <laughs> a, and, a, a I, and she told me, a Doppelganger. 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 And I told her, you know, later, you know, whatever, after I'd known her for a while. And so I said, let me see your dad. And I'm like, holy fuck, <laughs> this dude doesn't look anything like me. I don't, I don't, you know, I really don't see it. So I'm like, I don't know. That first meeting, were you were you high? <laughs> because I nice. don't know. Uh. I I recently saw a movie uh, that came out last year called Three Identical Strangers, 
and it's a documentary about yes. uh, about these 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 triplets that were yes. that were divided at birth, uh, and how they discovered each other when they were college age, uh, and just how freaky that must be because yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it's, yeah. One of, it's one of those things that anyone can imagine anyone can imagine being you know meeting someone and it being like holy shit you are me uh and then that the fact that there are three of them and anyway it was a it was a pretty good movie it, it that all i've told all i've said so far is what's in the the trailer right but yeah, no spoilers but it, it goes much deeper it doesn't into, end well does it so you have seen it no but i've heard about it yeah so it uh it goes deeper into the fact that it wasn't an accident that they were divided and uh and it gets to the whole like they they do this delicate dance around the nature versus nurture debate where they it's they initially they're like these three kids were raised in three different families and they have all of these things in common but of course it's you know when you when you're looking at stuff like that you're cherry picking the things that are in common and you're ignoring uh the things that aren't you're it's confirmation bias you're right, you're, you're right, seeing you're right. seeing the things that 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 support your hypothesis and not yeah. and ignoring the other stuff uh but it was really a pretty fascinating movie uh yeah which right. turns uh less happy towards the end but uh just the other day I, I was listening to a podcast that was talking about um in somewhere in, in south america uh, in uh, brazil Anyway, somewhere, somewhere, <laughs> somewhere in, in South America, um, Bolivia, maybe there, uh, there were there were these twins that were, so uh, there were there were two families. They both had twins, identical twins, and somehow they were swapped such that each family went home with one of each twin. So what happened was they had both families thinking that they were fraternal twins, but really they had been identical twins that were that were swapped in such a way that. Uh, one family went home with one of each pair, right? So, which, which is, as far as twin studies go, has never really happened. But it was, yeah. it was fascinating because uh, one, one family lived in the city and one family and was well-to-do and another family lived in, in, in the country and, you know, right. uh, was poor. Right. And so they could go back and look at what the, like the, the, the twin brothers that were uh, really, had a lot of self-motivation and drive to accomplish things. How the one in the city accomplished way more because he had access to all of these different opportunities and the one in the, in the little village didn't. And the other one where it, they didn't have so much drive, but they had some other quality and one of them thrived better in the, in the poorer community. But it was just a bizarre um, uh, study of, well, of what, what, well, what, it, what we are. But so. you know, you know that that, in fact, is the story of Jesus H. Christ. It is. Because of his, we, twin, we his, twin, his we, twin brother, hilarious. No, no, no. We touched on this before. Yes, once, once upon a time. Brothers, but what we didn't indicate, as now will is revealed as we speak, is that they were, in Wait, fact, Is this a spoiler? Oh. No, no, no. No, no, no. The movie rights, we're working on it, but, uh, you know, we're trying to resurrect all of Monty Python. John Cleese will play the uh, the beggar who walks funny. So, what else has happened? Well, you know, getting ready for this trip. Going to join uh, forces down in Marinay, New Orleans. Nice neighborhood. About uh, seven blocks from Frenchman. Uh, one of the podcasts I do will, one of the happy hours will be down in the Frenchman area at a bar. 
Yeah. We'll see how that works. Could be noisy. Uh, well, there's places I know of that are quiet. Mm. Uh, in the right, but I'll have to. I, I'm going to create a. There's not going like to be a, a bunch bicycle. of. There's not going to be a bunch of jazz in the background. I'm going to make a bicycle that's got a platform on it and put all my shit on there. Yeah. And then I can ride my bike closer to where there's Wi-Fi and we can podcast even when I'm on the move. Um, what do you think? I. Nobody's done it. A cycle, it a cycle cast. Cycle cast. Bicycling with Eric and Dennis. But you'd have to, to be honest, you'd have to be on a bike too with your big fucking mic. You could have a guy, you'd hire a guy to run after you with the mic with a really long cord. Well, I mean, just ride around in circles. Yeah. Well, right? Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. a U, a U, so that you don't keep running over the cord. But. This is just some ideas. I'm I mean, just, I'm just spitballing here. I mean, a lot with, of fun stuff. With all of our podcast income, I think uh, a guy to ride around to to uh, carry my mic would just be trivial. Trivial. I'm gonna, yep. I'm gonna buy a little a whistle with my profits. A whistle. Yeah. So nice. should I tell you the story about the whistle? Back in my youth, well, my youth. Well, you want to hear? Oh, well, I I didn't this know there was a story, but now I do. Yes. Okay, so near my house, growing up, there was uh, uh, logs that were dumped by the power company where we used to hang out and play tag on the logs, running around, you know, real fun, jumping from log to log. And we would sit and talk around there. And one day I came up, and the logs were in a big pile, and then to the right of it is a a a, a, a little bit of a field with a little downhill run to it, but it's grass. But anyway, I come up to the logs just getting up on a Saturday, and my brother, my other brother Joe is there, and then these older guys, right, older than me. I'm several years younger. I was probably about 10. No, 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 not 10. Tw uh, 11, maybe 12, 11, 12. So I go up, and they're sitting, we're talking. I sit down, you know, and what one thing leads to another. One of them says, my brother Joe says, hey, we have a whistle. Do you want to blow it? I said, oh, yeah, sure. And he handed me the whistle, and I blew it hard, and this liquid came out all over it. It was their fucking piss. They oh, had Jesus. The whistle a piss whistle. Given it... <laughs> That's right. The piss whistle. I never had a name for this story. I've been telling it for fucking 50, 50 years. Yes. Pistol. Yeah. The martyr. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I can't remember much. I think I, I was embarrassed, of course, and got up and went home. But, but my revenge on my older brother was that in that field next to the logs that downhill run was where we pole vaulted and we had constructed a pole vault there and because it was downhill we had the advantage right so about halfway down i dug a hole that was about a foot wide and about eight ten inches deep big enough for my brother to, to step, step in, in and, and fucking twist his break thing. his fucking yeah. leg yeah which was my intent right spoken out loud when i was digging the hole yeah. and covering it up with twigs right. and leaves and then grass so Speed ahead, and there he is sometime later that day with the pole vault ready to go. He starts bouncing down there. He's going to just and he misses run, it. and he hits it. And? Falls down and twists and rolls, and I ran because I knew that he would know it was me, and he did, and he picked up his pole vault. No. And I, I was running to my house, which is right there. Right. He threw it. He was a javelin thrower in high school, so he... He threw this bamboo stick that we used for pole vaulting. And just as I had 
<clears throat> reached and grabbed the screen door into the porch of my house. I heard it. And when I pulled the screen door open, I jumped. So I rolled into the house yeah. with my mother screaming, what's going on? What's going on? And that fucking bamboo pole, he threw it and it fucking went right between my legs and stuck in the side of the house like a fucking spear. No. Broke the wood in the siding of the house and went, bah, 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 bah. Wow. And my mother is screaming, what's going on? What's up? And I said, it's Joe. It's Joe. He's trying to kill me. Boy, <laughs> that could have en- that could have ended so Oh, if it could have killed they could have killed your mother. Oh yeah. My blessed mother. My blessed mother. Wow. But anyway, I I got the best of the motherfucker that night, that day, <sighs> that Saturday afternoon, giving me a whistle with piss in it. Fuck you. What kind of stuff is that? A pistol. Well, my older brother, the piss whistle, the pistol, the piss whistle. Say that 10 times. if You're so clever with your big mic. Wow. <laughs> so was your brother in track and field or something? I mean, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. pole, oh, vault, yeah. pole vaulting and, and javelin throwing, well, pole vaulting, that's like half uh, of the decathlon. We, we, we picked that up when we were in grade school, uh, before high school and high school didn't have, uh, not a lot of schools had, uh, Pole vault. Was it a lot, was, not a lot of high school? Was it because you had to hunt the woolly mammoths? No, it's a specialty area. You had to what? You, <laughs> you had, had to what? You had to hunt the woolly mammoths with your uh, with your spears. <laughs> no kangaroos. Uh, that kangaroo mate's pretty good, mate. Okay. You just have to ignore the pocket. I wasn't sure how old you were. Hey, so. Yeah. Why don't you play some music in your background in the key of E? No. Let me hear it. No, it doesn't work. the 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 latency is is just uh, too much. Oh, really? No, you people latency. you can't play uh you can't play music on a Skype call together. Uh, that's a that's a that's a known thing. That's there are there are bands that will uh, there are internet bands that are spread across the world where someone will lay down a track and send the send the audio file to someone else and they'll lay down another track and then they'll send it to, to someone else. But you can't do it live because it gotcha. like when when you're talking. As in a conversation, the uh, 100 millisecond latency doesn't sound like anything, but when you're trying to be on the beat, uh, oh, it, yeah. it fails. So Absolutely. I understand. So anyway, I understand. Try, and, try and follow along here and hit my beats. That's what I'm saying. You, you know, I'm with you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm with you. How do you know so much about so many things? Where, where... Does your knowledge come from? From life, man. From life, man. <laughs> Ten Years a Father. Where does your... This could be the name of a movie. Ten Years a Father. A real-life autobiographical story of a man struggling with fatherhood. <laughs> well, there's that's that. That's not true. That's no. not true. <laughs> there, there was a... Uh... Somebody, I I tweeted about being a father for ten years, and somebody came back to me and said, um, uh, "The days are long and the years are short," which is just uh, the most perfect way of is. putting that. Uh, and is. and and I responded back that um, there's a podcast that I used to, used to listen to about parenting that yeah. ha- that had the best possible name. It was called the, the Longest Shortest Time. Huh. Talking about parenting. And the answer, and if that was a question, the answer would be. Parenting. The days are the, the days are the longest, and the years are the shortest. Right. Exactly. But so uh, let me ask you this. So, 
how would we be able so we can't if you're playing a guitar and i'm playing a harp we can't sync up we'd have to it's a whole nother deal wade right yeah no it's a it, i would have to send you an audio file and you would have to play uh, play over that and send it back to me and i would have to riff over that and send it back oh, to you God. which is which like i said that's the way the remote right. r- r- the remote bands do right. it well the reason right. i ask is because in this past 40 minutes you've said two different things that i could write a song about in a minute please do one of them just well yeah I, maybe but the, the yeah. second one that you just mentioned was uh the days of sh- the days are shortest and the years are longest. No, backwards. What? What is it? The days are long the, and the years are short. The days are long and the years are short. Because the years fly by like nothing. Yeah. short I won't get lucky anymore True. I want you to say you love me and you won't be running around no more lovely, well, lovely yeah just a thought. Now you said a, a phrase earlier, and then I lost it. I've got a. I should have a pad here and write a note or two, but it's it's weird to do that. It sometimes. it is happy hour. So, and here's to you. My second glass of Glen Meringue. Oh my word! It's so good. This is a blessed event, and it is soothing my cough. Yeah, that's why they. That's why people have hot toddies. Hot toddy? Hot toddy. I've had a hot toddy and had three different kinds of liquor in it, and it was mixed with ginger beer, and I would drink three or four at a time. (laughs) Yeah, so I think in general, certainly modern cold medicines, uh, what they do to me is they totally just zone me out, and the only thing I want to do is lie down, which it turns out is the cure to the common cold. Like ah. the only the only real cure to the common cold is to is to zap your willpower to actually try and accomplish anything in the in the day and just to and lie just, down just to lie down for twenty four fucking hours and you'll and you'll, you'll, you'll feel better blood. and let your immune system fight it. But right. uh, but don't, don't, if you try exert. if you try and go to work or you try and do stuff, uh, it takes longer to to solve the problem. Oh, so uh, which is why I've I've never had a hangover as bad as the first and only time I ever tried NyQuil. Uh, really? Yeah, this, because, and no wonder, you know, the, the, the youths you go and buy that from the, from the pharmacy and to, to get drunk on, but the youth, the youth. So when I, one time I, one time I took a, whatever the dose is, is for a, for a NyQuil and uh, man, the next, the next morning I was just like, so, so messed up, but you know, like I say, be- because there's no cure for the cold, uh, 
Yeah, there, right. There, maybe there's a little bit of stuff that clears up your nasal problems, but really what it needs to do is just to knock you out so that you Which can... It drugs you, so you sleep. So you sleep. Uh, That's right. So back in the college days, there were guys who lived in the complex where we lived. You used to boil the Robitussin and oh, cook geez. it, and then they would scrape the shit off the top and drink it, and it was... These robe heads were zoned out, man. Right. I mean, I mean, like incomprehensible. Right. Just what, what? <laughs> so. Oh Lord! So hey, yes. go green, go white, go green, go white, go green, go white tonight, seven oh nine, against LSU. Louisiana State University against Michigan State in the Sweet 16. Go green. How come you're not saying go white when I say go green? Don't you know? Well, go green. Go white. Go green. Go white. So you won't do it? I'll unplug us if you don't do it. So I, I, we, we do go have. Green. We, we, go, go white. We, we do have. We, we do have like a. We do have, we do have like a. a a, a two-week window between when we release these and when we, we record oh, them. Oh, well, in that so, case, everyone will know that State won. So what? Exactly. So so what? So this is the prediction. And then they'll look back at it and say, oh, my God, he had it nailed. LSU will be up at halftime by six points. Michigan State will roll back in the second half, and we'll end up winning by six in the final three minutes. All right? Now it's recorded, and the – Three people who are listening to this. Two, two. What? Only two? Well, yeah. to the both of them, check me out. I'm like fucking Nostradamus, right? I should be writing this shit down, man. I should be writing it down. I really, I mean it. The, you know. The stuff and, then, and the things. Huh? Any, well, I, like I said earlier, I don't sit around and think a lot, but sometimes a thought comes to me, and I, I think later – what, what was it I was thinking? And then I don't remember. And I think, damn, man, it was a good thought. I wish I had written it down. But you don't write it down. You don't have a pen with you. I can't ever have a fucking pen or my glasses in my pocket when I need them. This, it's like I have 30 pairs of glasses and I'm without them all the time. That's like a riff. I could, I could do music to the Velcro. You, you could do music to anything, I'm, I'm sure. Oh well, wow. isn't that something to say? So, wow, that was profound. Way to put me in my place there. So, I recently uh, I reorganized my my desk area and I put a bunch of stuff that was on top of my desk, under my desk, sort of like stuck uh, with with Velcro. And oh, really? Yeah. And one of my one of my one of the things I put under there was an external hard drive uh, that keeps valuable files like the one we're we're creating now, and uh, and so I, I had these these Velcro uh, strips and I you know I put one I put one strip on the on the on the hard drive I put two strips on the hard drive and then I put their mating strips on the hard drive as well with a with a sticky tape taken off and I shoved it up against the bottom of the disk. And for two days it was there, and then it fell off. And I went to, really? to and I went to look, and the velcro hadn't failed. The velcro was just fine. The it, glue had failed. It was the glue that had been under there. On, is the underside of your desk varnished? I'm not that fancy. No. 
It's just plain wood. It's not varnished no. underneath your desk. Do you varnish under your desk? <coughs> um, I, I, I doubt it. Now, do I varnish? I'm not asking whether you varnish that. I'm wondering if it comes varnished. No, I probably I'm, doesn't. I'm not that high class to varnish under my desk. <laughs> but anyway, anyway. It's, it's <laughs> wait a minute. It's not. Uh, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. It wasn't the glue. Hold on, hold on. It wasn't the glue to the desk that failed. It was the glue right. to the Velcro strip that failed. So the glue is oh! the glue bit is still stuck to the desk. Uh, oh, it is on the Velcro manufacturer. Yes, uh, which. To shame them is a company called Amazon Basics. They, Amazon Basics is a is a company. It's a branch of Amazon where they have discovered where uh, other companies ha- are succeeding on their platform, and they make the same product as the other company to destroy oh, the yeah, other company, yeah, yeah. which yeah. Uh, which is what Elizabeth Warren is all upset about. Um, yeah, yeah. Among other things. Uh, so anyway, so I went to the hardware store and I said, hey. Uh, I want something that I can screw into some wood that is like a hook shaped so that I can put one here and one here. And then, and then I don't need to tell you what I'm putting under there, but, uh, uh, it was going to be my hard drive. And so the local hard hardware people looked around and around and I, I had drawn this sort of thing that the shape that I wanted and they were like, we don't have anything like this. And eventually they, they, as I was about to leave frustrated, um, they came back to me and said, uh, how about this uh, weird bathroom shower hook thing that you can, that's, you know, made like a little hook thing that you can attach to a, to the wall. And I said, well, you know what, I'm, I'm going to give that a try. And so I came home and I, with, <laughs> with some effort, I was able to, uh, to hook these two different little shower hook things and, uh, and hold my little hard drive under my desk. So, wow. Yay for me. And it's a ha- happy ending. Yay. Hooray! So, we got security. Not yes. ev- not everything Velcro yes. ends in tears. So I brought Velcro for the inside of my tent because I was irritated that when I put the, uh, the 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 tarp over the floor of my tent to make it stronger, so when you walk down it wouldn't interfere with the the bottom of the tent, the very uh, bottom, which and- you need to keep. And when was this? Put Velcro out years ago. I bought the Velcro in strips all the way around the outside. I never installed it. The reason I'm telling you that, this was 30 years ago. I still think about it as something that I wish I had done. But remains to do in my retirement. Last week, as I might have mentioned, right after I bought my expensive microphone, the next day I was totally hoarse. I was like, I can't talk. And I was just like, man, that's just the most... Uh, karmic thing possible. You spend right, a bunch, you right. spend a bunch of money on a microphone that that makes you sound good, and then your voice goes away. Right like, there, what, you go, what man. The fuck, man. That's irony. Well, irony. So a buddy of mine went to Catholic grade school, and he tells the story about how he learned the definition of irony. And every day, the teacher would ask a student, but never him, to take a note to the principal or run some errand to the principal's office. And finally, at the end of the year, almost the last day of the year, the teacher called on him and took a note. And the note went to the principal, and the note, when the principal opened it, said, beat this child. And he discovered the meaning of the word irony. Joseph Bethanti, the poet laureate from North Carolina. That sounds apocryphal. 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 It's an apricot, fool. Hello. <laughs> Blasphemy. 
Oh, Lord. Here it is. I set my harmonica down on the desk. Yeah. And as we spoke. It got all the juju sucked up. It got hot. And it's hot metal to the touch. Play that shit. Play that shit. That's what I'm talking about. It's either that, That's or, them. it's either that or the Scotch. This, uh, you know what this, <laughs> you know what the sound was. You know what this is. That's the sound that the spider monkeys love. You want to train a spider monkey? You need to be able to do this because when they hear it, they turn their heads and they listen to their instructions, and then they will be trainable. I've been doing research on this shit for so long. For so long. When I publish it, it will be the ultimate spider monkey resource. I mean, I think most of our listeners are already are already spider monkeys, so they are? So could we could we try to make that happen? Who take who listen to this? Who has access to spider monkeys? You and me. Numbers. You and me. Well, zookeepers. We need to appeal to them that this spot podcast is piped into where the spider monkeys are to see what they do when we talk about them. And and importantly, when we make this sound. Because I know that they'll twist their heads. Well, I mean listen. I think they're gonna make more spider monkeys with that sound. I don't know. No, no, that's not a, a call for sexual intercourse among spider monkeys. Oh, I'm sorry. What? Why? Why do you? Why? Why do you go there immediately to a male spider monkey's penis entering a female spider monkey's vagina? And we're we're doing a little discussion about these nice little spider monkey families, and you turn it into a sexual escapade. I mean, biology oh. is the, oh, the, the fruit go. of life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're, it's bi- biology is pornographic. That's the <clears throat> that's the fact. You ask any Republican, they'll tell you. <laughs> okay then. Okay, I gotta go. Good night, Dennis. Okay, that's all the time we have for today. If you've enjoyed what you just heard, you can support us by telling a friend or sharing us on social media. All of our episodes are available on our website at happyhour.fm. You can tweet at us at happyhour.fm. That's with a dot spelled out, happyhour.fm. Or we can receive email at the same name, happyhour.fm at gmail.com. See you next week.